Hello, hello. We are back again with Sport Ghost Business. And first, I just want to ask, how is everybody doing? Because I know it can be super stressful because it's final season and then there's the holiday season approaching. You're supposed to be figuring out Christmas presents, maybe traveling home for the holidays. So I hope everyone's finally done or about to be done with their finals or with work before their Christmas break, and I hope everybody's doing great. Today, we are going to be talking with one of the newest members of the Young Sport Business team, Brian. Okay, so we have Brian here with us. Would you want to introduce yourself quickly first? Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Monica. Yeah, so um, Brian Jordan and um, lecturer here at uh, YAMC. Um, been started here in August, um, August, but had been doing some um, visiting lecturing at the start of the year. And uh, if you can tell by the accent, I'm from Ireland, a place called Sligo. Um, would have done my bachelor's and honours bachelor's degree in a place called Letterkenny and the Letterkenny Institute of Technology. Uh, it's in the north northwest of, of Ireland and um, after that after some time I was abroad in Australia and went ended up in the University of Uvascula for uh, a master's in sports management and health promotion back in 2016 to 2018 so oh so you've been to Uvascula before yes yes and I was a uh, new of Uvascula and that as well so not not a first timer to uh, to Uvascula, so um, yeah. So that's that's a brief brief summary about me. Okay, yeah. So from Ireland to Australia first, and then to Finland. Yeah. So what what why did you go to Australia? What did you do over there? Yeah. Um. So I was actually working as a customer in in customer service over there in Australia. Um. I just finished my honors degree in um it was sports coaching and, and management in ireland so i wanted basically a new challenge i wanted something to do get out of ireland explore the world somewhat as well so um you know that that was the, the kind of mindset that i was going out there to kind of ex- you know experience the world and get out of ireland get out of europe uh, so um that that was uh, the main the main goal of that and yeah just working as a customer service officer then in Australia and was out there for nearly uh, two years. Okay, so you spent quite a long time over there. Yeah, yeah, and um, really enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. Um, maybe not the best weather for my Irish skin, and had to uh, make sure I put plenty of. Uh, suntan lotion uh sun cream on and uh but no really enjoyed it and over there australia is a huge uh, sports country as well and uh, i suppose some of the things from playing sports and going to sports over there is the massive kind of american influence on sports over there um i think i discussed with you earlier about how some of the themes in American sports run over in Australia as well, this kind of um, 
army week or military week they have a similar thing in australia as well and but these kind of similarities so um yeah australia is a really in terms of sport it's a huge uh sporting country and, and loves its sport so yeah really enjoyed my my time over there yeah but i bet the finish finish weather suits your fair skin a little better then <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. have to worry about putting on sun cream or sunscreen three three, four times a day. So that that's the, the good uh, the good side of that. Yeah. 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 So how come you decided to do your master's in Finland then? Yeah, so the the other point when I was over in Australia, I suppose uh, I met my uh now wife in in uh, Australia as well so between Ireland and Finland we spent time in both countries and and um ended up doing my my master's degree then in in uvascular um although she's originally from Helsinki but that's uh, originally I suppose why Finland first came to that's why I done my master's there I suppose as well it was that my wife is from here as well so that's always a a, a big reason I suppose Yeah, well, that makes sense then. Because I was like, what connection did you have to Finland? How did you come up with, oh, you know what? I want to go over there. Yeah. From talking to a lot of expats and internationals, that seems to be a, a regular theme uh, is that they're here for wives or, or husbands or something like this, you know, so. Um, yeah, I feel like even though we do have a really good reputation in education, yeah. Then again, a lot of people, when they think of Finland, they just think that it's really cold and dark and it's way up north over there. Yeah. One of the things, you know, people think about Finland, they think about snow, they think about Santa, uh, but the educational system as well. And my previous work, working with some of the schools in, in Dublin and that, the educational system is something the teachers often speak about and collaboration with Finland uh, trying to see what Finland's education educational system is doing uh, that ranks it so highly on, on the global scale. So, um, yeah, no, definitely anywhere, especially in Ireland, fin Finland's really high, highly regarded for its educational system. Yeah, so did you go back to Ireland after doing your master's or did you just stay here in Finland? Yeah, so after I finished my master's, I got a job as a games promotional officer with um, the Gaelic Athletic Association, so the GAA. Um, I was working at that for almost uh, nearly three years. Um, so essentially, I suppose the starting point, this Gaelic Athletic Association compromises of kind of Gaelic football, hurling, uh, camogie and handball. I don't know what any of those sports are. <laughs> so, so basically, um, uh, they're indigenous sport to Ireland, but um, Gaelic football, I suppose, it, a simple way to describe it is maybe football combined with handball, basketball, and rugby, perhaps, and, and hurling, hurling, let's say ice hockey uh, on grass and and played in the air, might be the be. Be, be the best way to describe that it's um so i, I think ice hockey is known as one, the fast one of the fastest sports in the world because of the speed of the puck hurling would be um 
described as one of the fastest sports on grass. Um, so, it, yeah, it, it. Okay, so fast pace. There's sticks. There's a ball. Yeah. And then something happens. I need to watch watch videos. Yeah, definitely. That that would give it more justice than I'm doing at the moment. But yeah, it's it's. I suppose the nearest sport. Um, is this Australian rules to especially Gaelic football? That's probably the nearest comparison, but there's nothing really else, I suppose, on a global scale that could be comparable to this um, Gaelic football, these these sports, these Gaelic uh, these Gaelic games. So um, yeah, I was working basically, essentially, kind of promoting uh, these Gaelic sports in the Dublin region, and in particular. Uh, North Dublin and uh, kind of working alongside with a club in right beside Dublin Airport called Fincallian's GA Club there. So I suppose it, it was about the kind of planning and coordination of coaching activities of the coaching structures as well across the schools um, and, and also upskilling coaches. And I suppose it was kind of multifaceted as well, kind of trying to promote and market um the activities of the GA activities in, in the region as well so um yeah. re- really enjoyable enjoyable job and and uh some great great people um working in the clubs i suppose the other thing uh this GA is it's the biggest sporting organization in ireland so that will show you i suppose it, it's bigger than you know, football and rugby and these golf and these other big sports in Ireland. Uh, but the other, I, I suppose, surprising thing is it's an amateur sport. So even the top uh, players don't get paid. Oh. So, yeah. So this is always a, a topic of discussion, especially with internationals when they we, when they hear this, that the the top players, they will play in the stadium with, you know, 80, 82,000 on, on the final day and they don't get paid. So, so that is, I suppose it sounds kind of, um, it sounds crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It sounds crazy, but I suppose it's, um, somewhat in the fabric of Irish society and culture. It's all, it's always been an amateur sport and, um, how can I put it? The GA is a non- not non-profit organization so the funds do go back down to grassroots to the clubs as well um there's also this um gaelic players association for that looks after the well-being of the players i suppose the the nearest thing is kind of this collegiate sport in america um now, there was never any image rights or anything like that, like there was in collegiate football. You know, it, um, players are allowed to, you know, advertise themselves or market themselves as they want now. But, um, yeah, I suppose that is the nearest similarity to it is maybe this collegiate sport. So, yeah, any anytime we, I tell internationals that, yeah, it, it's quite surprising for them. Uh, but... Yeah, I, I suppose it's one of these cultural things in, in Ireland that um, I, I think even the survey is done on the on on the players. Would they like to get paid? And the majority said they would not. They, there, there is some grants that get paid. They are all working. Trainings are on in the evening. 
So uh, I suppose that's that that's something to consider as well. It might sound crazy crazy to everyone else, but in Ireland, and if you've grown up with it, I I think uh, you understand that the culture yeah. of it and and the you know the significance of the sport. I suppose in in Ireland, you know. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's so cool that you guys still have those traditional indigenous sports that y'all are playing. And I think the fact that the it's an amateur sport and the players don't even want to get paid, I think it makes it all the more better. Yeah, for sure. I, I think one of the biggest things is it, it's um, parochial. The GA is parochial as in wherever you grow up, you play for. So, you know, you grow up in Uvascula, you, you play with the Uvascula team. There's no trades. There's no signings. You, you got to play with the, the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just throwing, you know. There's just dropping. more and more quirky rules that come yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So wherever you grew up, you play for. And um, what if you move? If you move, you travel. So basically, for example, Mayo, uh, a, a, a county or a state near where I am from on the west side of Ireland, um, played in the All-Ireland Final. But they would travel. A lot of them were working in Dublin. They would travel back to Mayo for the trainings or, or they would train partly in, in Dublin, maybe a group of them in Dublin and travel back. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, it, it sounds good. But, but the, the, the thing is, is that, you know, you don't have to worry about your best player being signed to some other team or the best. So that's the other, the other aspect of it. So it's very territorial and where you grew up is who you, support and who you you play for and that so th this is a kind of another unique aspect you know? yeah because i i couldn't imagine say ice hockey over here that you would have to play for the team of your hometown and you couldn't switch teams and that people would drive multiple hours to come to practice and play for the team of their hometown like that would never happen but that's kind of cool though it, it look it's it's definitely cool there's, there's obviously um issues with it as well you know you could be a very strong player uh, a very strong man or woman playing on your team and perhaps the, the overall team is not that strong there's also issues now with certain co counties kind of dominating the championships and winning them regularly so um look with everything like anything it's not perfect but uh yeah it's definitely um It, it it's definitely like I suppose just built into the fabric of of uh, of Ireland and and Irish sport and that as well. So, yeah. Yeah, but I'm guessing there's a very loyal fan culture then as well that people really just stick with the team of their hometown. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent, and I, I suppose that that's just one of the things where it's uniquely, it's unique to this. The GAA, there's no trading of players or selling of players, so you, you've got your your squad, and basically it depends on your huge structure and and your grassroots, how well that is, um, how good the players are coming up to to your you know senior team as we say, but the the top team in that state or county as we would say in Ireland. So yeah, it's it's very it's very unique and. Uh, Trying to explain it to internationals, they are thinking, you know, 
it's crazy. So, <laughs> but but uh, you know, it, it's uh, definitely a big part of 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 uh, the Irish sporting culture. You know, um, yeah. So yeah, and I feel like that's gonna come from some type of bigger overall cultural thing that people kind of stick to where they're from and they have like loyalty for their hometown overall and kind of like hometown pride. Yeah, and and you know, I, I heard you in the last. Um, last podcast with Tara and you were talking about these collegiate sports and how all the town gets around around that uh, university there's a reason I feel there's a reason that is is because it's not like an NFL team they can't they might not they're not going to say hey we actually we're, we're going to move up to LA we're going to move from from this city they you know a university can't really do that so you know, there's stability there. You know, it's not going to to move or anything. So, I think that adds. Uh, that's a really nice feature. I feel anyway that, you know, um, you know, th- this is where you're from. This is the team you're going to support, uh, good yeah. or bad. And and yeah, there's a nice community feel about it. Yeah, I feel like we do the same, but with the national team because I feel like sports teams and sports culture in Finland, it was forming around the same time that we got our independence. Mm. So nobody really cares about the local teams and stuff that when it comes to local teams, say in ice hockey or basketball, everybody supports whoever's winning, kind Mm. of. They kind of switch around. But then when it comes to the national team, even if they're losing, like with football now, just recently, the team lost like greatly to France. But then again, everybody was going crazy before the game. And even though we knew that France is a really good team and we're probably going to lose, everybody was super excited for the game. The stadium was full. So I think we kind of do that, but with the national teams, but not the local teams. Yeah. Um, and that's the opposite. It, 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 well, yeah, it's it's somewhat the opposite. There's fierce, fierce rivalry. Um, so you have your state teams or county teams, as we would say, which are the top top tier teams and then uh, within that you have clubs around that state and uh, they'd have fierce rivalries with each other it within within the county within the state so like uh, yeah it, it's a very uh, we're very passionate uh, people there fans I think that's the the nice way to put it sometimes it can boil <laughs> over but uh, yeah for the most part um, there's this healthy healthy passion of the games and the sport. Yeah, I feel like we don't really do that whole rivalry thing between two different cities, like within Finland. Mm. But, oh dear Lord, whenever Finland's playing Sweden, they don't even care which sport it is. Everybody's like, okay, now is the time. Now we need to win. Yeah, yeah, well, probably similar to us. And, and if we ever play England in, in something, we always want to. <laughs> there, there are similarities there between Ireland and and, uh, and uh, Ireland and Finland. Always want, you know, I think Finland always wants to beat Sweden. And the same with Ireland. We always want to beat England in, in any sport we can, if we have a chance against them anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's If there's even a slight chance that we might be able to win them, everybody's going to rally behind the team and be like, okay, now it's the time. Now let's go. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, it, it's, it, yeah. Like ice hockey is something now I've only started to, uh, I've watched, but only obviously Finland. It's not a major, major sport, but yeah, I, I it, it, that's the first time I've seen real, um, 
passionate Finnish fans, all right, when it comes to ice hockey and now football, uh, fans are getting re- really passionate about it. It's good. It's good to see. Yeah, but I, yeah, you, you haven't even seen the worst of the ice hockey fans yet. Just wait, because we have the, <laughs> we have the home world championships this year. And I'm just, if Finland were to win and it's a home tournament, the, it, the whole country would go crazy. Like, I promise you, you have not seen yeah. anything like it. You think Finns are very prude and very closed off and yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. kind of a little shy. But nobody, if Finland wins at ice hockey, nobody's shy anymore. Yeah. Um, I would be, I'll be one of those fans as well. I'll be one of those bandwagon fans who will, jump, <laughs> who will follow, follow Finland as well, especially if they, if they end up winning. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's, that's where... I I think um, I I see that kind of passion and that um, particularly in ice hockey and now with with football here in Finland that uh, yeah and it's surprising for me because I yeah there is this kind of stereotypical thing Finns are quite reserved and like to keep to themselves and yeah only when they're watching ice hockey and that then you know you see you see a different side. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. And I mean, there's even a whole like concept for the thing when Finland wins at ice hockey, like it became a thing, like, I don't know, some years back when Finland won the first time and everybody, literally everybody went to the town, town square in Helsinki. And then it's called Torille, mm. which means to the square. And then it became like this phrase that whenever somebody wins something, like you might even get an A in a test at school and somebody was like, Torille. Yeah. And it's like this phrase that came from the ice hockey winning celebrations and now everybody's using it and everybody knows that it's the ice hockey thing, but then they've kind of adapted it to everyday life. Yeah, no, that, I, I've seen I've seen the YouTube clips and the videos and that of, of and uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely understand the 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 love Finland has for, for ice hockey, especially and, and look. You guys are one of the the best at it, so so why not? Yeah, yeah. The last time Finland actually succeeded in ice hockey, I was in the states, and then we were playing Canada, and I was actually watching the games with some of my and the final with some of my friends from the school who were Canadian, and then there was some students who were U.S. who were from the north in the states and who watch ice hockey, and they were like, "Yeah, we're, we're supporting Finland with you, whoever whoever to beat Canada." Mm. Yeah, so I feel like there's these rivalries between two close countries everywhere. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, of course, Canada. I suppose everybody, everybody wants the favorites to lose, it, it, unless you're from Canada. But yeah, um, so yeah, that's true. So, how have you found teaching? So, how's it been after working with like so many different positions? How's teaching been? Yeah. You know, not I, I found it, uh, yeah, really nice because uh, I suppose I have, I have worked in a Paivakati before. I've taught in in Helsinki English uh, to it was um, to six year olds. Bit of a difference, you know, obviously to to uh, to college, but uh, there's definitely sim- similarities and transferable skills, but. Um, in my last role as well, um, I would have done a lot of 
coach education and and uh, coaching webinars and seminars and stuff like this as well so um a lot a lot of stuff that that i can um, use now lecturing so that's um that's always key and you know i suppose my main background before voluntary and professionally was coaching and stuff like this so there's a lot of a lot of things that are transferable from coaching to lecturing as well and 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 yeah from previous works so it's um i i always try and have the lectures a kind of open forum for the students so they can discuss and we have some discussion points and hear what their feelings are on certain topics as well because uh you know sports are sports are ever changing so it, it's good to get um you know feedback and discussion points from the students as well because they they're the ones who are consuming it and uh, especially you know for younger people you know the use of social media and this as well and to promote sports and this it's it's something that they they are clued into 100 percent. so yeah yeah that's true but i also feel like the best teachers and the best lecturers they're always the people who have some kind of real world experience in the industry that usually you have more of a touch touch touching ground and you have kind of maybe more diverse ways of teaching and opinions when you've had like those experiences out on the field yeah so yeah from my previous work i suppose we would have organized events and uh, like um whether that's summer camps or hosting games hosting tournaments or stuff like this so it's always you know it's always relevant um it's always good to have a kind of experience and that to to fall back on especially when you're you're teaching in these topics as well yeah i really i just i really want to go to a hurling tournament i really want to see what it's like and what the fans are like because you're talking about these passionate fans with the rivalries and everything yeah well oh another thing i forgot to say not to give a, uh, to make it sound like um but the fans are not um segregated so you know the home and away fans they don't they are not split you know they are not segregated like in football they are all going together yeah so there, there's never any crowd issues in that but they're definitely passionate fans but uh, they are you know you can be at a football match and you're right beside the opposition fans yeah they're all mixed up in in the crowd yeah oh that's cool because in finland well ice hockey and football at least there's always this one section yeah off the stadium that's just for the away yeah. away team fans yeah and i suppose it's just it's normal in the ga you know there's never been any issues obviously in football football and stuff like that yeah they're they're segregated but the ga it's never never split uh, or or anything like this the fan, away fans aren't over in another location or anything like that no you could be sitting you know, on a row of seats with uh, all different fans on it. So that's another, I suppose, kind of unique thing to the sport as well. Yeah, yeah I feel like the whole sport is just one unique little package. Yeah, yeah, it, it's and it's hard. That's why it's kind of hard to hard to explain to to people. And this, um, uh, it's a kind of very uniquely uniquely Irish Irish sport. 
Um, and, and yeah, it, on paper, it probably shouldn't work, or, or you know, but but it does. It 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 works over there, and um, yeah, you'll you'll have to you'll have to get over to Ireland and catch a Gaelic football match and a, a hurling or camogie match as well. Um, and and there's yeah, great atmosphere as well, and and you should definitely try and go to to Crow Park in in Dublin, which is the the main main arena, eighty two thousand seater uh, or eighty two thousand capacity stadium. Um, so you got to get there and 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 check out a match for sure. Yeah, but it's so cool because it sounds like honestly, it sounds a little crazy that. <laughs> Okay, all the fans get along, and then nobody yeah. gets paid, and yeah. then there's these all these rules to the sport, and the teams can't have players who are not from the town. And uh, for someone who's so used to kind of the traditional, regular European sports system, I'm like, excuse me, what? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it's it's um, yeah, it's it's really hard to explain to to somebody, and 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 even saying that, then the rules. The rules are completely unique as well. So, um, no, you, you got to go and experience and, and get down to a match and kind of get down early and soak up the, the atmosphere and that as well because, uh, yeah, um, yeah it, it, it's a must-do for anyone if you're you're visiting Ireland is to yeah. try and get one of these GA matches while you're, while you're there, for sure. Yeah, because at first you're like, okay, well, the rules are kind of funny because it's ice hockey on grass and you can mm -hmm. play in air. And you're like, okay, well, that's fine. You know, I, I, can, I can get behind that. And then you're like, nobody gets paid and the teams teams can't get players from anywhere else. And there's this and that and that. And I'm, you're just like, whoa, 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 hold, hold on. Slow down a minute. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah, I... I, I... <laughs> <laughs> the things just keep coming at you. Yeah, yeah. I, I probably, I'm probably, you know, you know, put, saying too much now. The best thing is to to check it out. Um, check it out on on YouTube, and then yeah, just try and get to a match if you if you go to Ireland. Yeah, for sure. You, you've got to go to one, one of the bigger matches. Yeah. Yeah, but I think it's very similar to me trying to explain Finnish baseball to Americans. Yeah, because it's. It's it's also baseball, you know. Yeah. It's called the same thing. Yeah. But then again, the game is completely different. It's way more fast paced, and there's all these rules. And then some of these American baseball players that I was trying to explain it to, they started watching a video of a Finnish baseball game. They were like, "This is insane! What are mm. what is happening? I don't understand." Yeah, and and that's a, the great thing with Finland is it has this indigenous sport in Pesapalo as well, and Finnish baseball. So, um. At least you guys kind of understand that you know uh, it's it's part of this Finnish culture and and, and that as yeah. well. So um, yeah, although yeah, I, I still yeah. Um, I'm quite confused with the rules and that myself, but of Pesavalo. So but definitely look, it, it's good that you made that comparison as well because. I suppose that's what it is. It's it's like in Ireland, but it's I suppose the big thing is it's the biggest. It is the biggest sport in Ireland, you know. So that just shows, I suppose, the success of it uh, as a sport, and and um, you know, and even like I said, with the stadium, 
some the stadium was eighty two thousand and um people yeah that's very big people have never heard of it uh, at one stage I'm not sure was it the one it was one of the biggest stadiums in our, in Europe but nobody had ever heard of it because they had never heard of the GAA so yeah that like that's bigger than our Olympic stadium and that's a sport that I've heard of a couple times but I had no idea what how it's played what it is what it looks like yeah so um no definitely have to check it out and and uh try and get to try and get to a game if you can yeah yeah I feel like I definitely should because I'm into rugby and Irish people are into rugby so Mm. I guess I'd be into the other Irish sports as well yeah yeah look rugby as well there's a the Aviva Stadium is where the football and rugby is played um, in Dublin as well. Uh, that, that, well, that's a, where the international team, that, that's another big, big, big sport in, in Ireland. And Yeah, I'm so sad that we're not really into rugby here in Finland. Like, one of my friends actually plays rugby at a local women's team here, yeah. but nobody really goes to their games. Nobody really knows how rugby is played over here. And I love going to rugby games in the States because, well, mainly because there was a lot of people from overseas who were mm. Irish, English, South Amer- South African, Australian guys. So it was like a whole international little community at the rugby games every time. Yeah, like I think Ireland particularly in rugby, has seen a real surge in, in uh, rugby participation and, you know, people following the rugby team in the last probably uh, 20 years because <laughs> before then we probably weren't that good. But since, uh, you know, since so far, uh, 2005 and that, we've been uh, successful enough in winning this Six Nations tournament in, in Europe and that and... Um, uh, just bet New Zealand, who probably be regarded as the best team there a couple of weeks ago. So we're definitely, I, I compare it to kind of Finland and ice hockey. We're, we're not like, we're not the best, but we're okay. You know, we're definitely yeah. competitive in that so when it comes to rugby. So um, it, it, it's a it's a big, big sport. And the, the women's team as well, um, I, I suppose there, there's this other issue at the moment is, some of the women's team in the Six Nations are professional, where Ireland is not yet, and um, so they're playing against professional teams and that. Uh, yeah. So there's definitely, uh, um, yeah, I, I, there's something is going to happen there. I'm not sure what, but but um, the women's team as well had have been quite successful up until now as well. Yeah, that's so cool. I mean, we do think the Finnish people we do like to think that we are the best at ice hockey mm. even though we haven't won that many times but we like to think that you know we are the best though yeah yeah probably probably the same well yeah I, I don't know if we would say we're the best at rugby I, I don't know probably not but but we, we like to think we're, we're pretty good let's say <laughs> yeah yeah but this has been such a good talk thank you for coming on no problem and and thank you for for having me yeah, this was cool, and I definitely need to go check out all those. What was it? It's Gaelic football or Gaelic football? Gaelic and football hurling, and then the third one was. It's uh, so Camogie is the women's version of, of hurling. Okay, yeah, I'll need to learn how to pronounce that. Yeah, and, and then handball is the the other sport of the GA. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Whenever I go to Ireland, I'll just like 
make a whole schedule of checking out different Irish sports. Get a rugby game, GA game, and a football game maybe as well. <laughs> Perfect. Now I have a whole plan. Okay, well, thank you so much. No thank problem. You. Thank you. So that was that for this week's episode. I hope everybody had fun listening. I definitely had fun talking with Brian. And I just want to wish everybody super happy holidays. And I hope there's good weather. You have fun with your families or your friends, whatever you're doing on your Christmas break. And you know what I'm going to ask you to do now. If you don't already, and I know most of you do already because you love sport and you love business and you love the podcast, obviously. Go follow us on Instagram at sportbusinessbyyomk. Hit the follow button and you'll stay up to date on all the new stuff we're doing and whenever there's new podcast episodes coming out. So until next time. Bye-bye, guys.